Hey everyone, welcome to this week's conversation with Dr. Stephen Ned about the body and how to fix, protect, or maintain it using outside-the-box alternative solutions. If you're a big fan of the pharmaceutical or surgical approach, you are so in the wrong place because on this podcast, we're not going to be pushing the conventional medicine methods or way of thinking about health. If you're looking for another way to live longer and healthier, join me, Ron Ned, and my brother, Dr. Stephen Ned, for this week's body chat about the infrared sauna and ion foot bath. Me? I'm a retired Twin Cities chiropractor currently helping people buy and sell homes in the Tampa Bay and Los Angeles areas. My brother has a thriving chiropractic practice in the Clearwater area of Tampa Bay, Florida. In this podcast, we're going to chat about all sorts of topics related to health, nutrition, exercise, just about everything having to do with the body. You're invited to listen into our body chat, but don't forget that neither of us is giving you health advice. So don't rush off to do something without either checking with your doctor first or seeing Dr. Steven Nett as a patient at his office. Good evening, Steve. Good evening, Ron. So we're moving off the topic of water and purified water and drinking water and the systems to fix those problems onto something that you do that helps people fix problems physically. And these are two therapies that you use in your practice, which I mentioned last week. One is the infrared sauna and the other is a foot bath. It's the ion foot bath, but we're going to start first with the infrared sauna. So let's begin with what it is and how it's different from a standard sauna and what it actually does. All right. Well, an infrared sauna is basically a sauna that utilizes infrared heat instead of hot air or steam, which is what traditional saunas use. Infrared is a form of energy that penetrates the body up to an inch and a half by warming the muscles and tissues directly without much heating of the air between, whereas you know, conventional saunas primarily heat the air and the skin with very little penetration. Right. So, you know, infrared is found on the electromagnetic spectrum between visible light and microwaves. And the reason it's called infrared is because it's found just below or infra, in other words, mm-hmm. it also means below, visible red light. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So, you know, infrared is actually broken down into three categories or segments. Uh, it's near, middle, and far infrared. So near is 0.076 to 1.5 microns. And a micron, by the way, is at one millionth of a meter. Okay. Uh, middle is 1.5 to 5.6 microns. And far infrared is 5.6 to 1,000 microns. So the body absorbs infrared energy in the 3 to 50 micron range. And research has shown that it also emits infrared energy in that same range. Your body actually emits infrared radiation. I didn't know that. Yeah. And the greatest amount of output as well as absorption is at 9.4 microns. Now, the reason the body produces infrared energy is to keep us warm and repair body tissues. Absorbing far infrared energy from outside sources boosts the body's tissue ability to heal and repair. So, you know, far infrared rays from the sun are completely safe, unlike, you know, ultraviolet rays and are essential to plants, animals, and humans. Far infrared lamps are still used in hospitals today to warm newborn babies and also in health clinics for various medical conditions. 
And infrared saunas have a wide range of benefits and, you know, we'll cover them in just a bit. Now, the sauna in my office can hold a maximum of, of two people. It does utilize 9.4 micron infrared heat for maximal absorption, you know, with heaters that are in front of you as well as be behind the legs and behind the back. Uh, it has a digital display on the outside and the inside so that you can see the temperature as well as the time that you're in there. And the wood is made out of uh, Sitka spruce, which is much better than cedar or redwood, which contain an oil called sea drain, which is you know, beneficial because it allows the wood to repel insects and endure in nature. Its downside is it, it contains chemicals that can be toxic and irritating to the lungs when it's inhaled. Okay. So it's definitely one you want to stay away from. If you're going to buy a sauna, make sure it's definitely not cedar. Poplar is another good source. Um, there's various types of woods that have low emissions. You know, and one other big difference between the infrared sauna and conventional saunas is the fact that the infrared sauna operates at much safer and user-friendly temperatures in the 110 to 150 degree Fahrenheit range, while conventional hot air saunas usually are extremely high and have more uncomfortable temperatures ranging from 180 to 235 degrees. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. And on top of that, even though the temperatures are significantly lower in a far infrared sauna, you actually sweat two to three times as much as a standard sauna due to the deeper penetration and the raising of the body core temperature. All right. So that explains what the differences are. So then why would anybody want or need to use an infrared sauna? Well, I mean, there's all kinds of benefits to using the infrared sauna. And, you know, most people think that you know, that it's a mainly used for detox therapy and it's definitely, you know, that's definitely one of its major benefits. Uh, you know, because we're in a sedentary age, which includes a lot of sitting at the computer, people simply don't sweat enough to begin with. And, you know, you combine that with the use of antiperspirants, artificial environments, smog, and synthetic clothing, and you end up with clogged skin pores, which also blocks the healthy flow of sweat. You know, toxins that can get lodged in the fat just below the skin come from various sources like prescription and recreational drugs, pesticide, herbicide, and insecticide residues, heavy metals, chlorinated water, and industrial chemicals. And these are things we've covered in quite a bit of detail in previous podcasts. So, you know, sauna use does a nice job of helping the body sweat these toxins out. And you know, one study found that the sweat of people using a conventional sauna tested out as 95 to 97% water, whereas those using an infrared sauna tested out at 80 to 85% water, while the rest of the non-water was composed of cholesterol, fat-soluble toxins, toxic heavy metals, sulfuric acid, ammonia, and uric acid. Wow, that's pretty interesting. I know, it's pretty impressive too. Mm -hmm. You know, and when also comparing this to sweat produced during regular exercise, you won't find unusually high concentrations of heavy metals or other fat-soluble toxins like you would in, you know, the sweat of those that are using infrared saunas too. Now, speaking of exercise, infrared saunas also have anaerobic exercise effect. I mean, this is kind of cheating, but, you know, just sitting there in a sauna for 30 minutes, you can burn anywhere from 600 to 900 calories. Wow. 30 minutes. That's a lot. I know. I think there's only one exercise that even comes close to that. You know, that's again due to your body core temperature going up along with your heart rate. 
And a study way back in 1981 in the Journal of the American Medical Association confirms this since they found that regular sauna use may be as, as effective as regular exercise for cardiovascular conditioning and burning calories. Interesting. Well, I know. I don't know that I would recommend it as a substitute, but I'm sure that used in conjunction with an exercise program, it could be very good. Yeah. I mean, also there's people who just can't exercise. They have bad knees and, or they're, you know, they have other physical problems that, you know, keep them from doing that. So it's a nice alternative for those people. That's true. And, you know, there's other cardiovascular benefits in the literature. And there's one from the Mayo Clinic research showing that far infrared heat is the safest way to induce healing sweat in the most severe forms of heart disease which are basically those who are resistant to all medications. And not only did these people tolerate the far infrared sauna, but they had improved overall heart health in just three weeks. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, even NASA discovered in the early 1980s that infrared heat is the ideal way to maintain cardiovascular conditioning for astronauts during long space flights in zero gravity. So they actually have infrared material that they can wear that emits infrared rays. Yeah. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. By the way, it was NASA during the early to mid-1960s that discovered that a number of mineral oxides were capable of generating far-infrared waves. And then in 1965, the first infrared heater was patented in Japan. So this technology has been around for quite a while. Sounds like it. Yeah. Now, some of the other specific physiologic benefits that infrared sauna heat can produce in the body include... Um, Increase blood flow by promoting dilation or widening of the tiny blood vessels in the body called the capillaries. Reduce muscle spasms since muscle fibers relax when they're heated. Uh, the reduction of swelling and inflammation because of improved lymph flow in the body. Reduce soreness due to the direct action on both free nerve endings and on peripheral nerves. Uh, increased enzyme, enzyme activity at the cellular level. Reduced acidity in the body due to the sweating out of lactic acid and improved skin tone and elasticity due to increased blood circulation and deep cleansing of impurities in and around the skin. Those are all really amazing. Mm -hmm. Very positive. Yeah. And, you know, one other very important benefit is an improved immune response to infections, including bacteria and viruses. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. Especially now. Exactly. Uh, a typical infrared sauna session causes a brief one to three degree Fahrenheit rise in body temperature, which helps to boost the immune system by triggering the production of white blood cells by your bone marrow and also T cells from the thymus gland. Mm-hmm. And as I've gone over before, a rise in body temperature also triggers the bones to release calcium, which triggers the existing white blood cells to go into action. And of course, just recently I shared in an email with my patients a link to an article from Dr. Mercola called High Heat May Kill the Coronavirus. And, you know, we included data from this in our second podcast covering the coronavirus, which was episode 125. Mm-hmm. So I recommend going back and reviewing that. Plus, you know, we did leave a link to that article in the podcast notes. I mean, basically, in a nutshell, studies have shown that coronaviruses, including COVID 19, are highly sensitive to high temperatures especially above 133 degrees Fahrenheit. So sitting in a sauna for 20 to 30 minutes in temperatures above 133 degrees could be an effective prophylactic treatment for prevention, or it could be used therapeutically if you have the virus. Now, obviously, this would have to be in a home setting where you're quarantined. Right. 
So anyone that has an active COVID-19 infection would not be permitted to use the sauna at my office uh, since we screen everyone that comes in, you know, with a thermometer and a coronavirus uh, screening questionnaire. Right. Okay. Now, how long is the typical infrared sauna treatment for somebody when they come into your office? And are there any specific things that they should be doing before they get it or during the treatment or afterwards so that they get the optimum results from it? Well, you know, typically people who use our infrared sauna use it for about 30 minutes. And I mean, you can go longer for up to an hour and we've even had people just use it for 15 minutes. Before using the sauna in our office, the first time we have each individual read and sign an informed consent form, making sure that they qualify and don't have any specific pre-existing conditions that are contraindicated for sauna use, you know, as well as if a woman is pregnant or if someone has a pacemaker. We make sure that each patient brings three towels with them, one for their feet, one to sit on, and one to wipe off sweat while they're in the sauna and then afterwards when they're out of it. While in the sauna, it's important to stay hydrated with water as well as electrolytes since you'll be sweating both of these out through your skin. Right. And, you know, if you need to take a break, you can step out for a minute or two. Plus, you can open the sky panel on the top of the sauna to get a little air in there. But if you're trying to keep the temperature up at a certain level, then you'll need to watch the digital monitor because that can definitely lower the temperature pretty quickly when you keep that sky panel open. Now, you know, to help the time go by faster, you can read something in there and, you know, there's a light with a dimmer switch that's, that's in there making it convenient. And then, of course, afterwards, you should continue to hydrate yourself. And, you know, if you take daily vitamins and especially medications, you should wait until after your sauna session to take them so that you don't end up sweating some of them out of your body. Good point. Okay. Now, what are the most common conditions and complaints that you would recommend a, a sauna treatment for? Well, I mean, m- most of the people that use the infrared sauna don't use it to treat specific conditions or complaints, um, but they use it rather to boost their health by improving body functions. However, there is a long list of conditions and complaints that have been improved with infrared sauna therapy, and they include all kinds of skin conditions like rashes, uh, eczema acne and psoriasis, muscle pain, tightness or spasms, low back pain and sciatica, middle ear infections and sore throats, cold hands and feet, high blood pressure, even substance abuse, addiction and chemical dependency. Although, you know, those types of cases, I would refer out to a place like Narconon, which actually includes a sauna sweat detox program as part of their protocol. Those are a little bit more difficult. You know, it's also been found to be helpful for fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue syndrome. And it's even been found to relieve stress since helping to expand the capillary vessels again, improve circulation, which helps to reduce stress levels. Okay. So now that you've been using it for probably 20 years or more, mm-hmm. do you have any patient results that you remember that you'd like to share with people? Yeah. You know, all kinds of things, you know, I've had some patients remark that it helped their brain fog. Others noted that their back felt better, while a few patients have said that it helped them with their metabolism and weight loss. Uh, One of my favorite success stories was helping a nun who was diagnosed with cancer, and she used it and it helped tremendously with the pain that she was experiencing. And, you know, this was at my previous office in Fort Myers. Hmm. That's great. All right. So that has to do with the infrared sauna 
And I mentioned at the beginning, we're going to be talking about both that and the ion foot bath. So now what is the ion foot bath? And when did you first learn about it? Or how did you first learn about it? Well, you know, the ion foot bath is simply a therapeutic foot bath soak that helps to remove toxins and improve your health in numerous ways. I found out about it, you know, a little over 20 years ago when the first one of its kind came out called the BEEFY, which stands for Bioelectric Field Enhancement. You know, other doctors in town were using it with great results. So I decided to get one and then I got another. And I even went to Phoenix for a seminar with the original Australian inventor. Mm. So now I use a different but similar device, which I'll go into more detail about in just a bit. All right. So when somebody comes in, what's the procedure that they go through? How does it work? And what is it that you see in the water when somebody is done? Well, you know, the basic procedure involves you sitting down and putting your feet into a tub of warm water that has a metal device in it called an array. And this is connected via a cord to a battery operated machine that is programmed to deliver two types of ionic fields. So the first one pumps out more of a, you know, specific ions that help improve energy. And this is done first so that the dominant ions present during the second stage will help accelerate detoxification. An ion, again, is a metal or mineral or element that has a positive or negative charge to it. So I'm using the word ion or ionic, and I want to make sure everybody knew what that was. Okay. You know, an example of this is, you know, if you split water, which is H2O, into separate uh, ions, it becomes a hydrogen ion or H+. Plus. Mm-hmm. And a hydroxide ion, which is OH negative, mm-hmm. right? So this splitting of water actually occurs in the ion foot bath. And a byproduct of this is the bubbles that you see forming in the water during the treatment. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, a little bit of salt is added to the water to improve conductivity. And the array that we use is composed of three metal minerals, zinc, copper, and iron which are also emitted into the water as part of the low-intensity ionic field. Now, this electromagnetic ionic energy field is actually similar to the energy that's produced and used by the body. And the magnetic force produced by the array in the water is used to neutralize and eliminate harmful toxins, including free radicals from the body. It, it comes out through the feet. Your feet actually have the biggest pores in the body. So your feet sweat a lot, and these big pores allow a lot of these toxins to come out. Okay. Now, you know, here's a really good analogy of what's really going on when you use this foot bath, and that is when you take a walk on the beach, you absorb millions of negatively charged ions, and this helps to improve the body's pH by making it a little bit more alkaline. The ionic foot bath creates the same environment as a walk on the beach, but it's more powerful because your feet are in direct contact with the ions being generated in the water. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you know, what you see in the water is up for debate. I mean, you'll, you'll see various colors in the water throughout the treatment. And this is caused by the mineral ions produced by the array, along with the interaction of toxins and heavy metals being drawn from your body. Uh, the colors can vary from treatment to treatment, as well as patient to patient, depending on the state of one's cells, along with one's toxicity levels. I mean, I've seen black, brown, green, blue, <laughs> And there's various references that, uh, that try to identify the significance of each of the colors. But I've never used them as a hard, steadfast reference because there's no hardcore research to back up any of these claims. Okay. So we just say, hey, you know, look at that. It's pretty wild looking. Mm-hmm. 
you know, there've been lab tests run on the resulting water in the tubs, and they've even compared the water from just running a session with the array in it by itself, but no feet versus an actual session with the array and people's feet in it. And the lab tests were noticeably different, showing many more toxins and metals in the people's feet samples versus the array only samples. Well, that's good that they were able to do, to do that because then that gives some kind of documentation or some type of research to back up what is going on. Mm-hmm. Now, when people do this, what do they feel? I mean, is it just warm water? Do they feel a tingling in their feet? How would you explain it if somebody is going, well, what's it going to feel like? Is it going to hurt? Is it going to be weird? What is it? What is, how could you describe that? Well, you know, just like the cold laser, you really don't feel anything. Oh, okay. You know, it's ve- it's a very, very subtle ion field. And so really you just sit there and you don't even think about it after a while. You just look down there and go, oh, that's interesting. And then you just go on and read something. Okay. So that's nothing that people would be having a hard time with. No, I mean, you know, you don't want to have rings on your feet or anything like that. Um, some people... If they have open sores on their feet, for example, you want to use your hands instead. So if you got rings on your hands, you want to take those off. All right. So if they have metal and like if they had a pin put into their foot or their ankle or something like that, they would probably not do the feet. Yes. Okay. It's good to know. Mm-hmm. And uh, are there any particular conditions or complaints that would be ones that you would more likely think of doing something like this for? Well, the iron foot bath is not really used to treat any complaints or conditions, but rather to improve certain aspects of an individual's health. It's kind of like the infrared sauna. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, so I've compiled a list of the various benefits that people have experienced. Oh, okay. Good. What are they? Well, they include improved energy, pain reduction, more restful sleep, improved circulation, improved concentration, memory, and mood, relief from allergies, faster healing from injuries and wounds, and increased muscle strength and flexibility. Interesting. Mm -hmm. All right. So all those things can be related to having additional toxins and heavy metals and things like that in the system then. Now, are there any precautions other than like the, the rings on the feet or on the hands? Are there any other precautions people should take if they're going to be getting an ionic foot bath? Yes, absolutely. And just like the infrared sauna, we have patients read and sign an informed consent form to qualify them to use this. So the contraindications, you know, with some that are similar to those of using the sauna include people with pacemakers, organ transplants, arrhythmias, heart regulating medications, and of course, women who are pregnant or lactating. Plus, it's also recommended to drink extra water and to supplement with electrolytes to replenish and balance the body after each treatment. In addition, people with blood sugar handling issues, including diabetes and hypoglycemia, should eat a meal prior to the treatment. Also, if you have, again, open wounds on your feet, you need to wait until those close up and heal. So again, you can put your hands in it instead. We're not going to have you kneel on the floor to do that so we can put it up on a table and then you you can just put your hands in it like so. Okay. You know, what I like about the ion foot bath that I use, which is the EB Pro ion foot bath from Erconia, which is the same company that makes the cold lasers that I use in the office, is that it runs on a battery pack when being used, which makes it much safer than one that's plugged into a wall outlet, especially this time of year when we get power surges from lots of thunderstorms. Right. 
you know, we're not called the lightning capital of the world for nothing. Mm-hmm, exactly. All right. Now, when it comes to the ionic foot bath, are there any patients that you can remember that had some results that kind of stuck with you? Well, you know, I've been using these for over 20 years now, and, and I've even had the local news in Fort Myers film a segment on it. That was pretty wild. And, you know, by far the most amazing success story was a patient who had cancer of his lungs due to asbestos exposure, mesothelioma, right? Right. I mean, he was given months to live, and the first time he used the ion foot bath in my office, I distinctly remember walking by the room he was in, and I took a breath, and, and my lungs burned like never before, I don't, you know, from whatever god-awful stuff that he was detoxing out of his body. Mm-hmm. So I, I had to open the back door, which luckily was right by his room to air it out because, I mean, it was really strong. Wow. Well, after just a few treatments, he felt so much better that he went back to his doctor and they ran some tests and he was totally cleared from the cancer. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. So, you know, I want to make something very clear. You know, when anyone comes into my office already diagnosed with cancer, we have them sign a waiver that states that we do not treat cancer. You know, we treat the body with nutrition, chiropractic, and other modalities to help boost the immune system and help with detoxification. So, you know, my license prohibits me from treating cancer. So if a patient happens to get well from any type of therapy or a combination of therapies performed in my office, then that's an indirect effect of detoxification and their body functioning better combined with whatever traditional cancer treatments that they're undergoing. That's great. Yes, I understand that completely. So now, is there anything else you'd like to say about either of these before we end? Yeah, my office happens to have package deals for both of these therapies, and we do them in 12-packs. So paying for a 12-pack in the beginning gives you a 15% discount on either of these therapies. All right, so people can call up and schedule an appointment. Do you do a consultation? I would assume that a person just doesn't come in and do them unless they're already an existing patient. This is something that you coordinate with them. We don't always do a, a consultation because they get sometimes referred from other doctors. And the, the infrared sauna is such that they have them in other facilities that aren't even health facilities okay. and gyms and things like that. And there's, I've, uh, you know, uh, beauty salons have, uh, foot, I've seen the uh, ion foot baths in beauty salons too. Interesting. Yeah. So just an example, instead of a 30-minute infrared sauna session costing $22, it's discounted down to $18.75 a session if you do the, uh, the discount. And the ion foot bath normally costs $30, so it's discounted down to $25.50 a session if you do the 12-pack. Okay. So, you know, if you're interested in either of these, uh, you can call our office at 727-467-0775 to book an appointment. And you can find out a little bit more about these also on our website at nedcairo.com. Yes, and there is a link to that site in every podcast episode notes. Excellent. All right, very good. So next week, we're going to continue on in the chiropractic office treatment modality mode. And next week, we're going to be talking about auto accident injuries. We haven't really covered this much. And we had done one episode where we got into whiplash to some extent. But there's a lot of other types of injuries that can occur during an auto accident, which a lot of people don't realize. And these are things that you've been treating for over 25 years. 
and we can go into a little bit more detail so that people will understand them better and why they can be a problem if left untreated and what can be done about them. So that's going to be next week. How does that sound? Sounds great. Okay, good. So we'll see everybody then. Thanks for joining us this week on the Body Chat Podcast. We both really appreciate your time and your attention. We want to provide you with interesting and informative episodes each week. And if you have a topic you'd like us to cover or any questions you'd like us to answer, send an email to us at info at bodychatpodcast.com. That's info at bodychatpodcast.com. To make sure you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes, subscribe to the Body Chat Podcast now on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or Spotify. See you next week.